Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Simple Christians Podcast. Today, I have a special guest, Mitch Gray. He is the host of the Mitch Gray Show podcast and author of the book, How to Hire and Keep Great People. He uses his background as a pastor to help people understand how to keep spirituality in their business. And that's what he's going to talk to us about today. I thought that'd be a great topic for today. Mitch, thank you for being on the show. Thanks, Ty. Good to see you again. Great to see you too. Talking about spirituality in the marketplace, how important do you think that really is in today's world? Uh, Yeah, great question. I I think, first of all, um, people get really scared oftentimes of the word spirituality or spiritual, especially when it comes to business. Mm -hmm. You know, we kind of have these sectors of people. Um, You can read philosophers or religious leaders or books by spiritual writers. And they're kind of the sector that's always talking about how much of a role uh, spirituality plays for all of us, regardless of belief system. But then you read business and leadership books, and no one wants to talk about the role that spirituality plays in business, right? It's, right. So it's like you almost have these two kind of sets of people where one side is saying, well, regardless of your religious perspective, spirituality always plays a role. Then you have the other side that doesn't really want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. And I get it because oftentimes people equate spirituality to religion when in actuality, um, spirituality and religion can work hand in hand for a lot of people they do, Mm -hmm. but spirituality and religion really in and of themselves are are separate and apart. Um, What I like to say is you, you can go to church, synagogue, whatever you go to every week and not be a spiritual person. Conversely, you could potentially be a very spiritual person and maybe not be as involved in an organized, you know, religion. And so I kind of want to lay that foundation because when we talk about spirituality in the workplace, we're not addressing religious beliefs. We're addressing how people live, move and have their being, how they function, how they make decisions Those are very spiritual things. Um, If someone doesn't use the word spirituality to describe that, that's okay. But they they do become very inner being type um, scenarios. And we walk through those all the time in the marketplace. And so that's, that's why to me, it is incredibly important to really unwrap the idea of the role spirituality plays in the workplace and in leadership. So it almost sounds to me like what you're saying is spirituality in the in the marketplace is really just how Christians are supposed to live in the first place. It's yeah. We, so we, taught, we we use our, our spirituality throughout all of our life, not just on Sundays. Yeah, and if you don't mind, I'm going to broaden that statement a little bit. Okay. I would actually I would actually state that that's the way humans in general, are really called to um, to really live and interact with one another. So let's talk about the idealistic unicorn in the sky life of humanity, right? Mm-hmm. That life of humanity is we serve one another, we love one another, we look out for the best in one another, and we really do all we can to be humans bettering the lives of other people. That's really the pie in the sky life of what humanity at its best looks like. 
Mm -hmm. And so to your statement, you know, for those, um, obviously this podcast is specifically about Christians and Christianity. Mm -hmm. Your statement would be very true that it is more than just what happens on Sunday or Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Um, It's actually what happens every day of your life. And the challenge comes into play that somewhere along the line, when religion became very industrialized, we all of a sudden started separating. You know, it's the old adage of when we were kids growing up, or at least how I grew up. I don't know if some of your listeners may not have or you, but. You know, I grew up where we wore our Sunday best to church. (laughs) And just that adage alone paints the picture of a fakeness that (laughs) we have to show up, you know, with our best foot forward. And I get the meaning of it and I get the adamant of it. But at the same time, it does portray this idea that there's something separate and apart. We're supposed to act different. We're supposed to be better on Sundays than we are on Mondays. Mm-hmm. A, that's impossible. B, that's unhealthy. And C, it just doesn't work. And it's not really the life that humanity is called to live. Um, and so, yeah, there, there can be a lot of confusion there. I do think that's changing. Um, I do think the idea of, because you, in, in the church world, you've seen over the last you know 15 years, community churches grow. You've seen more kind of interesting uh, platforms of church and so I think that old adage that we grew up with in the '70s and '80s has changed a little bit, but there there still can be a um, there still still can be kind of a disconnect. I used to say when I was pastoring that you could take the greatest leaders in the business world, put them on a church board, and they lose their ever loving mind. They all of a sudden <laughs> they all of a sudden lose all their common sense, and they lose all the things that they use Monday through Friday to build a good business. They all of a sudden forget it when it comes to Sunday. And I think that's kind of the thought that we're discussing. Yeah. Okay. So talking about spirituality in the marketplace, especially in today's world with everything that's going on, how do you show spirituality in, how do I say this right? How do you show spirituality when you have so many different religions? I guess is the big thing. I mean, you might have somebody Mm -hmm. that, that, is a you know Muhammad or, or the nation of Islam versus a Christian versus an atheist? So how do you how do you show that spirituality without having people think that you're trying to push religion on them? Yeah, that that is a golden question because, and I love that question because it points toward a word that I use often when talking about leadership, and that is, as leaders, we have to learn to lead from our humanity not from our opinions. And what I mean by that is when when you walk into a room, are you seeing people um, simply as people? Or are you seeing people as um, you're the authoritarian figure that is there to guide the ship? And I think the reason that picture is important is because especially in religious circles, if people aren't careful, it's a little bit easy to get on a soapbox pretty quickly because, you know, the the challenge when you deal that, that's why I differentiate religion and spirituality, because the challenge you deal with religiously, we have to remember that everyone's religion, if they're a religious person, that is their eternal truth, whether they're Christian or Buddhist or, um, you know, nation of Islam or even atheistic, that if they have a religious belief of any level, that is their kind of eternal truth perception. 
And so if you walk in with an authoritarian uh, perspective and you walk with that authoritarian power, you're now losing the ability to connect with people at a human level through love, compassion, patience, kindness, goodness. You're now alleviating all of that because you're now seeing people as lesser than you. And without getting into the weeds of discussing all of that, really, we have to be very careful that we don't push our perspective onto others in a way that now makes us lose the value of leadership. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I mean by leading from our humanity. Um, it, It has little to nothing to do with religion. We can sit in a room with 10 different people from 10 different religious perspectives. When we're dealing with spirituality, we're now dealing with each other on a human level, an emotional level, an intellectual level, a mental level. Those are all elements of spirituality that we can find common ground on without ever even swimming in the waters of religiosity. And that's really how a leader has to look at it is I'm going to hire Ty, who's going to be a great employee, who is a Christian. I'm going to hire uh, Susie, who's a great employee, who might be an atheist. I'm gonna, those are all just, you know, in the end, those are all just labels that we've conceived in a way so that we can better understand where people are coming from. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the workplace and really when it comes to life in general, again, we go back to the pie in the sky vision of humanity. And that pie in the sky is, is that we all love one another, care for one another, treat each other with respect and honor. And from a Christianity and a Christian viewpoint, isn't that really the epitome of being someone who follows the teachings of Jesus to serve others, to love others, to do good for others. And and those, those aren't um, limited by religious beliefs. Those are actually motivated by being a fully human, being fully alive and being filled with love, compassion, mercy, justice, grace, and those, those have zero to do with religion. They really do. They have to do with being human and being the people that we're, you know, really meant to be. Okay. Yeah. I like that. In your book, um, how to hire and great how to hire and keep great people. Um, you talk about spirituality a little bit, uh, especially in the beginning. And one of the things that you talked about kind of got me because it's, it's almost a no-no to, and I know that we're separating spirituality and, and religion, but it seems like almost a no-no to even think about that in the workplace. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned that spirituality already exists within your, the organization. Are you equating that to almost like um, how people are talking about culture these days in the company? Yes, culture is a spiritual thing, right? Um, I love relating culture because this is where So as a white American who grew up in the South, (laughs) we didn't have a lot of culture, right? You know, I have a lot of friends who have, they have a lot more culture within their heritage than I do. And I learned a lot about culture from uh, when I was in middle school, we moved to Northern New Mexico, Northwest New Mexico in the middle of the Navajo um, reservation. And I was fortunate enough as a teenager to learn about real, you know, what culture really looks like from the Navajo indigenous people. And what I learned was culture is really a part of people's DNA. Again, it's how they live, move and have their existence. 
And if that's not spirituality, then quite frankly, I'm not sure what is because <laughs> that's just so deeply ingrained in the aura and the energy of a people. And so when you apply that same adage to business to the marketplace, you're really dealing, dealing with spiritual issues. And the easy connection that I like to make is we've all been on that phone call, customer service call. All we need is our phone fixed, right? <laughs> to, to connect it with something, you know, with the story you just told me before the show. All we need is our phone fixed and we get terrible customer service. Mm -hmm. And that energy and that experience, you know, if we're not careful, it just ruins our day. That is a spiritual experience. Conversely, we get on the call. We have great customer experience. They give us great customer service. They help us fix our phone or not. But we get off the call and we go, wow, that person was really good at their job. We feel good. We actually feel better. Even if they didn't fix our phone, we leave that engagement and that encounter feeling better about the day. That is a very spiritual interaction between two humans. Yeah. One human understanding how to treat someone else and another human respecting how they were treated. And so when you apply that simple example to the marketplace, to the job, uh, to the to the job, you know, environment, really what we're talking about is customer service becomes a spiritual issue. Um, developing people becomes a spiritual issue. Hiring people based on alignment becomes a spiritual issue. Learning to interview people through energy and presence, not just words, mm -hmm. becomes a spiritual issue. And so when leaders can really all of a sudden begin to apply those perceptions to everything they do, it really ups the level of that company's presence, ability, and energy. And, and really, it, it, it opens the door to even greater success in ways that they may not have measured before. Fantastic. It almost sounds like every single aspect of business can be improved by using spirituality in, in some, at least in some respects, do you think spirituality can help a business grow? 100%, 100%. So let's use the language we've been using through this conversation. Um, mm -hmm. If spirituality is going to help me become a more self-aware leader, if spirituality is going to help me, equip my people better, if spirituality is going to help me connect with not only my employees, but my customers and clients at a deeper level. There's data that shows this over and over again, that the greater connection, greater experience, the greater leader I can be, the more opportunity for growth I have. And so absolutely 100%, if a leader can come in and begin exploring the ideas of spirituality, and again, I want to reiterate, there may be leaders out there that love to burn incense and they may want to even have a holy person come in and pray on their business. Great. Do it. If that helps you, awesome. There may be leaders out there that are going, whoa, Mitch, this is a little too uh, kind of strange for me. That's okay. Just simply begin with saying thank you to your employees. Simply begin with being more engaging with your people. Those are acts of spirituality and of humanity at its deepest level. And they can't help but improve your success. I like that. So you start with with just saying thank you. That keeps it simple. It works very well yes. with this podcast. 
<laughs> That's exactly um, right. Mitch, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, is there any um, last things that you can think of that you'd like anybody to know about? Um, we have a new website coming. Uh, it'll actually be uh, live the week that we're recording this episode. It's called recruitgreatpeople.com. Um, awesome. And it gives all the elements of the book. It gives some worksheets, that pe- free worksheets that people can print off and use for their development of their team and of themselves. Of course, go order the book anywhere you order books, um, how to hire and keep great people. And if someone wants to stay engaged on a weekly basis, we also have a podcast, The Mitch Gray Show. Um, you've been on there that we talk about, you know, leadership tips and helping people grow. So, yeah, fantastic. And so I will have links to that in all the notes. Also, this is going to be episode 17. So if you go to simplechristians.net forward slash 17, I'll make sure to have links to all of everything too when this comes out. And I think this is going to be out in just a couple of weeks. So it sounds like your new website will be up and running at that time and everything will be ready and, and ready to go. Mitch, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm really glad that you were here. Uh, doing spirituality in business is one thing that I have not touched on yet in this podcast. So perfect timing. I like to do new new, uh, new subjects like this. So really great Love talking it. to you. Thanks, Ty.